Welcome to the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast, where it is never too early for fantasy football. My name is Jeff. And I'm Alex. As always, thank you for downloading, listening, liking, and commenting on our podcast videos. Please subscribe to us on the socials. Our handle on all social media platforms is at N2E Fantasy. We are also available on all major platforms for podcasting by searching N2E Fantasy. Alex, what do we have on today's show? Today's show is our week nine preview. So we will be going through all of the matchups, picking out who our starters are, what we think is going to happen in the game. So we'll break that down for you guys. Just so you guys know, bye weeks are back. So Broncos, Lions, Jaguars, and 49ers are out. So since those have some prominent fantasy players, we'll try to throw out guys that we'd like to start for bye week villains. So Jeff, let's start with the Titans at Steelers Thursday night matchup. Who do you think is going to win this? Who are you starting? Oh, boy. So I think the biggest question mark going into this is Will Levis. And I will let you break that down fully because you liked some of his college tape and you also didn't like some of his college tape. So I'm going to let you fully dive into that. But I'm going to start Henry Hopkins if playing. I think Hopkins is coming off a little bit of an injury. Probably would start Chiggy O as well. Um, I would start Harris. Johnson, Pickens, and if desperate, Jalen Warren. Um, I think Jalen Warren is clearly the backup, but but I will throw this little caveat in there. It does look like they have been rotating back and forth weeks, so this could be a Jalen Warren uh, lead dog week. Um, and we don't know who the quarterback is going to be for the Steelers as well. Did I miss anybody? And give me your Levis take. Uh, I think you pretty much covered everything. So, oh man, this is going to be a brutal matchup. Um, this could be all over the place, and it really depends on Will Levis's play. I, he's obviously going to be a the starter. They're not going to go to Malik Willis. Tannehill's not back yet. Um, coming off that really good game, Will Levis is going to play a Pittsburgh defense that's not easy to play against. They're middle of the road this year, but they do have some really good players. Uh, Will Levis has struggled with consistency in college. So... Uh, he doesn't always get it together. Sometimes his mental game is a little off. He has all the physical tools that you want in a quarterback. He has the ability to be a franchise quarterback. Um, whether or not he puts two games in a row, especially against the defense like the Steelers, they have TJ Watt, and they have some good secondary players. They have a, a very formidable front uh, as well. So the Titans' offensive line, they've made some improvements. They've, they've worked out some kinks. They're still not perfect. Um, that's going to be tough. Luckily, the Steelers have been pretty poor against the run, so I think Derrick Henry will really really take um, some of the load off of Levis, so hopefully they don't need to rely on Levis that much, except for his really beautiful down-the-field strikes, and Hopkins will help him there. So I think Levis isn't going to have the spectacular four-touchdown, zero-interception game that he had this past week, but I expect he'll have probably two touchdowns, probably a pick, um, but play well enough that I think Tennessee's actually going to potentially pull off a victory here so I'm, i think i'm gonna go tennessee that's not a given but i don't know if pickett is playing if he is he's not gonna be 100 percent. he hasn't been spectacular himself uh if trubisky plays i think the pittsburgh's in a worse spot so it's kind of 50 50 there um not sure Najee harris is going to get um going uh, or jalen warren but Najee is the guy i lean towards um i think pickens and deontay johnson maybe will have a better game than they had this past week but i'm going i'm going tennessee <laughs> I am going to go Pittsburgh because they are the home team. <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish my sentence. We're not at that point yet. No. Um, yes, you like the home team a lot. 
I, I really think it's close to 50-50. So one of us is going to be right. We'll see who's right next week. <laughs> but I think that's all that I have for this matchup. Wins. And if you're ready, we can dive into the Dolphins at Chiefs. Great, great matchup, 9.30 a.m. Um, I'm going to start all of the players from this matchup, probably even Rasheed Rice, because I do think that this has a potential to be a very high-scoring matchup. But overseas, and I think the Dolphins can knock out the Chiefs in this one. Give me the Dolphins in this matchup, but I'm starting everyone in this matchup because this could easily be a 70-point total game. Okay, so we should uh, stipulate that this is going to be in Germany. So there's no real home team this week, although the Chiefs, I think, are technically the home team on paper. They are. Uh, I will say, uh, I I agree with you. I'm basically going to start everyone as well. And, oh, man, I I just think Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes are due for a bounce back. Miami has struggled against top teams. They seem to get punched in the mouth. I am going to take Kansas City in this matchup. Um, I won't be excited about a lot of their players, but. I do think that this should be a high-scoring game, we hope. But Miami has disappointed in tough games. Until proven otherwise, I'm going to take Kansas City. All right. We will We will see. We have two differences in two matchups so far, so maybe we're going to be different in all of our matchups. Um, so we're going to move on to the Cardinals at the Browns, and this is a potential lock of the week for me. Uh, the Cardinals will be starting a new quarterback. We don't know if it'll be Toon or Murray at this exact point, but we do believe that they are leaning towards Toon. Um, in this matchup, I would be starting DeMarcado. I would be just starting um, Hollywood Brown, McBride, Cooper, Hunt, if desperate, um, Michael Wilson, Jerome Ford, or David Njoku. Um, and I think you also anticipate in this matchup that uh, Deshaun Watson is going to miss. And... I believe that you think PJ Walker will get another stab here. Um, is there anyone that I'm missing? And then we can kind of um, go over who we have for this matchup. No, you you snuck in David and Joku. That was the one I was going to throw out there, but you got him. Um, I don't know if you said Michael Wilson or not. I would consider him a flex play if you're desperate. Yeah, he's a but, desperate. Um, man, it really depends on if Clayton Toon or if Kyler Murray play and then what level, if Kyler Murray plays, what level he ends up throwing out there. If he's good Kyler Murray, I expect Arizona to win. If he's bad Kyler Murray or Clayton Toon play, I think it's going to be pretty close to 50-50. I think Arizona's defense has been better than what we've given them credit for. Uh, They're not great by any means, but neither is P.J. um, at the quarterback position for the Browns. Um, I'm not excited about any of the running backs in this particular matchup, but you have to use them if if you don't have options. So uh, I know Cleveland's at home. Cleveland's at home. They're heavily favored. I think I'd probably go Cleveland. But if I was a betting man, I'd bet against um, the uh, handicap there, the the five. So I go against the uh, win total. I'd bet the under. I should say. Absolutely. Um, so I'm going to go the Browns in this one as well. So this is going to be our first agreement. I do think there'll be some rust on Murray. I do think there'll be some newness to Clayton Tune. So I just don't think that they'll be able to overcome that with the Cleveland defense. I do think they hold out Murray one last week here. Um, And the reason why I am saying that is because I think that you wouldn't want him to face the Cleveland Browns defense in his first matchup back. So just a a thought there. Okay. Well, we can move on to the Chicago Bears at the New Orleans Saints. And you are obviously going to go Chicago, right? Let's 
me think about this. The answer is no. And this is my lock of the week. I'm going to go the New Orleans Saints here. And let me know who you should be starting in this matchup. I would go on a limb that if you don't have a quarterback this week, I think Derek Carr is a solid fill-in. Uh, otherwise, if you have a better quarterback option, obviously sit Carr. But this would be a good week. I think he's starting to hit his stride. I'm starting Kamara every single week. Um, I am starting who I'm starting more in commits on the Bears side. As far as running backs there, it's kind of tough to choose between the guys that they have. Um, I think I'd probably lean Roshan. I wouldn't count out uh, Foreman as well. It's splitting the timeshare if I'm desperate. Um, Taysom Hill is 50-50 for me. He's a good flex play. If you can play him at tight end and you don't have someone there, that's a decent option as well. But just know he's either going to have a huge week or uh, a bad week, and there's really no in-between. Olave and Shahid, to me, are wide receiver threes or flex plays. Um, you can't count on them having explosive weeks, um, but you also can't count them out from being used. That is about it for me. Um, I don't feel comfortable starting Badgett. Yet, um, you might have to if you're in a two-quarterback league. Jeff, I think it's pretty clear. I'm going to go to New Orleans in this one. Um, who are you starting? Do you have anyone different than, than what I have? I would agree with you I'm on a lot of fronts here. Um, for me, I'm not touching anyone on the Bears without fields out there, except for maybe DJ Moore if I'm desperate. Um, there, there's going to be times this week where you're going to want to potentially start a running back for the Bears as well. I do think that they're going to have a little bit of trouble against the Saints defense here, and I think the Saints defense is a very viable start in this matchup. So defenses are people too. Well, they are in fantasy at least. They're one person. All right. Well, I think that wraps up that matchup. We can move on to the Los Angeles Rams at the Green Bay Packers. So it's in Lambeau Field. If Safford plays, I'm picking the Rams. If he doesn't, I think I, despite everything, I have to lean Green Bay, which is abysmal and terrible. Um, either way, play, this is a bad matchup. Yeah. Either way, you still got to throw out Cooper Cup. Um, still got to throw out Puka. Although you can expect down weeks from them this week. Um, hmm, I will start potentially if I my tight ends out this week. I, I might start Musgrave. Not my first choice, but he is a fill-in option. You might have to play A.J. Dillon or Aaron Jones if, if they're playing, which isn't fun. Um, you might have to play uh, Daryl Henderson or Royce Freeman if you don't have better options. Maybe uh, maybe Reed or Dobbs or Watson is a decent flex play, wide receiver three, if your guys are out. But I wouldn't feel great about those options. Um, they're more dart throws or fill-ins for me but i'm probably going green bay because i don't think stafford's gonna play who i think i agree with you on this uh if stafford doesn't play this matchup is just terrible it's terrible you could easily hit the under on this matchup pretty easily but i do expect uh no matter what puka and cup to be targeted frequently by any quarterback but starting back there um Whatever happened to uh, Stetson Bennett? Is he someone that could start this matchup, or is he out for an extended period of time? How did that end? To be honest with you, I'm I'm not sure what's going on with Stetson. I think he would be more talented than uh, right, like Ripion or the 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 current backup. But I don't know what's going on with Stetson. I can look it up real quick. Hopefully, 
I thought he No, had, I don't think he's so. expected to play. Yeah, he's likely out for the rest of the season for the Rams. Oh boy. That's a big deal too cuz he's an older quarterback too, right? He's an old rookie. Yes. You cannot miss a year like this in my opinion, a whole year. Yeah. So I mean, that pretty much sums up that matchup and we can move on to Atlanta and Minnesota. Um, I can't imagine Minnesota would be favored in this one with Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins out. I think I'd have to go Atlanta. But Jeff, who are you starting and who do you have winning this one? Boy, um, in this matchup, uh, I don't like this matchup either because I don't know if Heineke's starting. I don't know if Raiders starting. I don't know what, what the Vikings quarterback does in this spot. I think you can safely start Addison Hawkinson because um, I do think they'll be target monsters with whomever's playing quarterback back there. I think it's the rookie this week. Um, I think you'll have his name. I don't have his name top of mind because I'm not going to be starting him in fantasy this week. I'm not going to be looking at him in fantasy this week because I do think Josh Jobs starts after this week. Uh, I'm going to start Kyle Pitts, London, and Bijan, and I think that's it. I mean, if you're desperate, you can start Algier, but I think Bijan is the guy in the backfield again. So it's Jaron Hall. Who? I don't expect a lot from him. And I, I'm not starting him for that reason. Um, <clears throat> both these defenses are relatively comparable. But I think no matter who starts a quarterback for Atlanta, it's better than what Minnesota is going to throw out this week. And I expect um, the the Falcons to win this. And I, I think that you have to put out London. You have to put out Pitts. You might even put out Johnny Smith if you're desperate. I would think that they're going to lean on the run game on Minnesota's side with Madison and Akers. I don't think that that's going to be amazing for your fantasy prospects, but volume matters. So those guys are going to be worth starting if you have guys out. I agree, Addison, Hawkinson, you can even say KJ Osborne potentially, but those Osborne's a low-end starter for me. Um, Addison's wide receiver too. Hawkinson, I think, is still tied in one, so you can't bench him. But yeah, that's it for me, and I think the Falcons win this one. We got another Bird Bowl this week with the Seahawks at Ravens. And Jeff, you're a huge fan of Geno, so I think that you're going to side with the Seahawks on this one? Don't know. Um, that is not happening for this one. Um, I was thinking about the previous matchups because I kind of gave wishy-washy answers, and I kind of want to be very clear at who I'm picking in the last two matchups. I'm picking the Rams and the Falcons in the last two matchups. Um, I don't feel like our podcast listeners deserve wishy-washy answers. Even though some of these matchups are coin flips, this is more of a coin flip matchup than it looks like because I do believe that Seattle's defense got bolstered this week with um, with an addition of, was it Leonard Williams? Yep. So that's a pretty big addition. Um, I do expect Baltimore to come back home and play relatively well against the Seahawks. Seahawks have done a lot of traveling already this year. So this is just more traveling that they're adding to their list here back to the East Coast. And uh give me Baltimore in this matchup. Okay. So I, I think that um these teams are very similar in a lot of regards. I think Baltimore's a little bit better on both sides of the football. Uh, I think it's close. But Baltimore's better and they're at home. So I'm going Baltimore in this matchup. Um I will start Gus Edwards um, as a flex play RB2, RB3 type. Um, Kenneth Walker, I feel like you got to play every week, even in a tough matchup. Charbonnet is a, a dart, throw fill in, dart throw fill in option for you guys. Um, starting Lamar Jackson, probably start Geno Smith um, because there's not many better options at this point. Um, you got to start basically all, all the receiving options for 
the Seahawks, even if they haven't performed as well as you'd like to this point. So Metcalf, Lockett, uh, JSN, uh, those are guys that I would look to play. Um, super, super dart throw Bobo. Um, I'm starting Flowers and Andrews, and then dart throw guys. You can pick between Aguilar, Beckham Jr., Bateman. I think Bateman's last on the list of those options for me. I would like to think Beckham would be higher than Aguilar, but that's not a given. So, like I said, those are the options that I'm rolling with, and I, I think Baltimore has this one in a hopefully close matchup. All right. Uh, it should be a really good matchup. We have some really good matchups in certain windows, and there's going to be a lot of coin flip games. Doesn't mean they're going to be good games, because I think there's a chance that the Rams and the Packers and the Vikings and Atlanta is just not good football. Probably the under hits in both of those games. So uh, just because they're close games doesn't mean they're going to be um, good games. Another close game will be the Texans and the Buccaneers. And for this matchup, for me, I'm going to start Stroud, White, Evans, Godwin. Uh, Stroud, again, is clearly on my list because I'm just like that big of a Stroud fan. Um, Dell uh, and Schultz. Um, if I'm desperate, I'm going to start a Houston running back. Otten and uh, Mayfield would be would be somebody that I gave a lick, look at if I was desperate. But in this matchup, Houston's going back home. They should play pretty angry after losing to Carolina last week, and I do expect them to take a W from the Buccaneers here. I, I pretty much agree with all of those. I will say that Stroud and Mayfield are neck and neck as far as fantasy quarterbacking goes. They're 17 and 18. So I, I think that you can start Mayfield, and especially if you got someone injured or on a bye, I think that he is a startable option. So I don't think he's as desperate. Uh, but I agree with you at this point. A Houston running back has not been a good bet. Eight weeks in, they haven't figured out their run game. Uh, they don't have the same receiving chops that Rashad White has. So White is basically, you're going to leave him in, in your lineup, whether he's an RB2 for you, whether he's a flex, he's going to be in your lineup as well as Evans and Godwin. Uh, I agree with Dell and Schultz. Also, <clears throat> don't forget about Nico Collins. Uh, Nico Collins, to me, is uh, basically an every week starter and, unless he gets injured. I think that he'll have a better game this matchup, but it will be very, very close. And it's uh, it's tough to pick a winner. <laughs> I'm going to go the Texans, but I don't feel confident about it. I'm picking them because they're at home, and uh, I, it's kind of a homer pick, and I'll own up to that. But I don't feel confident that they'll beat the Bucks. but I will still pick them. Completely agree. Uh, let's move on to the next matchup, which we have the Washington football team at the Patriots. Who are you starting in this matchup? Are you trusting Sam Howell in this matchup? If I am going for upside, I'm starting Howell. But I understand that there is significant downside going against New England. Uh, at Bill Belichick, he does have the ability to have a good defense, and especially against shakier quarterbacks. So it is likely that they could potentially shut him down. And Howell has been very mercurial. Like he's had four touchdown weeks. And then he's had multiple interception weeks, so it's it's possible. I think that Washington's the better team. I think that they will bounce back and get the win. Uh, as far as who I am starting, uh, I'm starting Terry McLaren every single week. Uh, I, he's not always great, but uh, he is a solid RB. Or sorry, wide receiver too. I am starting Brian Robinson. I'm starting Stevenson, even though Stevenson's upside is kind of limited. I am starting potentially Hunter Henry if I don't have a better option. I would consider throwing out Dotson as a wide receiver three or flex, Curtis Samuel as a 
wide receiver three or four type or a flex. And Logan Thomas is another option at tight end for you guys. Jeff, who do you got in this one? I agree with all of your start and sits, and this seems like the perfect matchup where New England would stifle a young quarterback. And I'm going to go New England in this matchup. I also think there's some momentum that's taken away from Washington because they lost their two big pass rushers this week, which is a big deal and kind of a white flag assessment. So basically what that looks like is a New England uh, win, and it could be an upset. I I have to look at the uh, spread, but that could be an upset. Right, so we differ there, and we'll see next week who came out on top. But Jeff, I'm going to let you take the lead on this next matchup, the Indianapolis Indianapolis, I can't even speak, (laughs) Indianapolis Colts versus Carolina. I know you're a Carolina fan, but you're also a Gardner Minshew fan and Jonathan Taylor fan. So who do you have in this, and who are you starting? So Carolina has back-to-back winnable matchups here. Um, kind of interesting. And win- winnable home matchups. So they're not traveling at all. They're out of the bye. They're fresh. Ugh. I'm going to really flip a coin during this matchup here. Um, and, I mean, I kind of have to go with my heart here since I can't, my brain can't decide, and I have to go with Carolina on this matchup. But as far as starts and sits, um, Adam Thielen, Gardner Minshew is a start in this matchup because Carolina's defense can be beaten. Um, I'm going to start Jonathan Taylor, Pittman, Downs, and if desperate, a Carolina running back because I'm not sure if Hubbard or Sanders are going to be the guy going forward. Um, I don't know if this was an ease Sanders back in game. There's still a lot of questions there in the backfield. So give me the Panthers in this matchup, although I'm starting four Colts and only one Panther, so that's probably not a good omen. Okay, so, um, man, I, I would consider starting Minshew or Bryce Young if I'm in a two-quarterback league. Um, I would start Jonathan Taylor. I would potentially put Zach Moss in the flex if I had to. Don't think I would start any Panthers running back this week. And receiving options, I'd start Pittman, Downs, and Thielen. Those guys I feel pretty good about. Maybe if I'm desperate, throw in Pierce. I don't know if there's another Panthers receiving option that will emerge yet. Those would all be dart throws, in my opinion. Um, However, I think that Carolina is building momentum. I think Indianapolis is losing momentum. I I think that I would pick Carolina this week. And uh, I think that uh, the Colts might start seeing a, a slew of losses pretty soon. So I'm going Carolina. Oh, so this would be two wins in a row. And the Bears would really hate to see that, wouldn't they? They sure would. Oh, right. So let's move forward here to another great game. We have the Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Dallas Cowboys. And in this matchup, I'm starting everyone across the board. My only two if desperates in this matchup are Brandon Cooks and Ferguson, the tight end for Dallas. Um, But I'm starting Dak, Jalen, Pollard, Swift, Brown, Smith, and Lamb. Um, So that's, and Goddard. I'm starting Goddard as well. So. the Eagles looked good last week. The Cowboys looked good last week. This does seem like a uh, immovable force uh, versus a a, um, rock-solid object, and I don't know what team is going to win this. I lean towards the home team here, Um, but we also know Jalen's not 100%. This is a coin flip matchup as well. And 
Let me lean back towards the Dallas Cowboys in this matchup. This seems like a Dallas game where they would win. Everyone thinks that they're big for the playoffs, and then they fall off the face of the earth. You're picking Cowboys? Yes, sir. I know how much you love Okay, them. well, I think that Philly is at home. Mm-hmm. I think that they're one of the best two teams in the NFL. They're okay. the best team in the NFC. They're okay. the best team in the NFC East. They are fully capable of winning a slugfest. The Cowboys have not proved that they could win a really, really close game, in my opinion. So I'm going Philly. I think Philly just, they have more weapons. They have a better quarterback. They have a better run game. They have a better defense in some regards. Not not every regard, but in some regards. I just don't think Dak is the guy. I've never been on the Dak Prescott train. And I don't believe in him. I don't think that he can win this game. That's my opinion. And maybe he'll prove me wrong. But I'm starting all the same guys that you are. Basically across the board, I don't think I have any differences of who I would start. But give me the Eagles in this matchup. Yeah, I, I completely I can see exactly why you would pick the Eagles. The only concern here is Jalen Hurts and his he doesn't have the rushing ability right now. And take away that that look, it does change his game a bit. So if they can make them one dimensional, this is a game that the Cowboys easily could win and steal on the road. So but, and we also know road teams have been very successful this year, and I only have picked three road teams this week so i'm a little nervous on that front as well yeah we shall see jeff we shall see but we have a lot of differences so far so that's always interesting um we'll see with this next matchup being terrible uh if we end up starting or picking different teams so the giants at the raiders who you have in this who do you have in this matchup and who you playing all right give me the giants in this matchup and i'm gonna start daniel jones i'm gonna start barkley waller if he's playing uh adams jacobs and myers you keep you have to keep touting them back out there they've proven this year that they can actually play and play well i would start michael mayer and jalen hyatt if i'm desperate so those two rookies if i'm desperate um what are your thoughts on that and who do you have winning this matchup i don't think i would start daniel jones i think that's really the only the only difference quarterback's a wasteland right now yeah but uh, I don't believe in Daniel Jones at all right now. He's banged up. He hasn't played well. I think the Raiders' defense is pretty good. I think the Giants' defense is pretty decent um, as well. I mean, they're not top defenses, but they play well enough. Leonard Williams Man, just got tipped as, off. As far as picking, this is so brutal because I expect this to be a lower-scoring game, but I do think that the, the Raiders have more star power, and I, I think I'd give them the edge in this one. But it's not going to be a fun game to watch. No, and the reason why I would start would consider starting Daniel Jones is because Ross, Goff, Lawrence, and Purdy are all on by. Cousins is now out for the year. Stafford might not be st- so like he's definitely in the consideration for starting this week. Um, and and yeah, like everyone is quarterback needy at this exact moment. I took so in one of my leagues. I had Kyler Murray sitting on IR waiting for him to come back and we're getting ready for him to come back right now. Lamar's in my starting spot. I had Sam Howell as like a bye week and like fill in. And I just shipped off Sam Howell for Khalil Herbert, hoping he'll come back and be my third running back uh, for the Bears. So <laughs> just that's one bit of news that I'll give here. If you have two quarterbacks that are performing and one of your quarterbacks have already gotten by the bye week, ship off that other quarterback and uh, try to obtain an asset right now because i don't know if quarterbacks will be more um valuable than they are at this exact moment all right um well actually let me just ask you this daniel jones or gardner Minshew? Minshew. daniel jones or bryce young 
Uh, Jones. I'd go Bryce Young over over Jones, but I like the rushing ability of Jones though, because I think that he could easily have seventy yards rushing in this game. He could also have less than a hundred passing yards. Hey, seven points, Bryce Young. I don't know if he's eclipsed seven points yet this year. I'm just that's half joking, half joking. It's all right. Well, I mean that kind of says it all for the quarterback situation this week, but we can move on to hopefully a more exciting matchup with Buffalo at Cincinnati and Jeff. Do you think Buffalo or Cincinnati has the edge, and who are you playing in this week? So this is a redo of the DeMar Hamlin debacle from last year, which, not that I'm bitter, gave you a victory in a fantasy championship over me by four points when I still had Josh Allen left. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> we did a redo, po- and we did a redo, and you still lost that one, Jeff, so it was just meant to happen. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. <laughs> um so i'm gonna start all the players in this one and if i'm desperate i'm gonna throw a dart throw at shakir in this matchup he definitely needs to be rostered in all leagues going forward he's a guy that i was really interested in going into this year year two with josh allen josh allen didn't really have a number two slash number three wide receiver after losing beasley and all them so i believe that he was someone that would get looks this season. And it actually took a Knox injury to get him some looks. Also, it came for Josh Allen to get like a awakening for him to do this, where he would spread the ball around more and not hone in on digs the entire time. So just something uh, interesting in that matchup. In this matchup, the Bengals are on fire. I'm going to pick the Bengals in this matchup, but that hurts like a little bit living over, over here. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm a little shocked. I don't know what to say to that, but uh, they would have won the Demar Hamlin game. They were dominating them. Okay, well, I think that this is going to be. I hope it's a close game. I hope we get to see some great quarterbacking. Um, I hope that both guys spread the ball around and both Mixon and Cook do well from the running back position. So I hope it's high scoring for everybody. I think for me, Shakir is a flex play, but there are a lot of good wide receivers out this week. There are a lot of injuries out there. I can see him being used this week Kincaid definitely firing him up and any of the obvious choices as well man my heart tells me Cincinnati but my brain says that I think Buffalo is still talented um hmm. I'm also gonna go Cincinnati this week I think yeah I'm going Cincinnati I just like Burrow a lot I like Allen too but I like Burrow more yeah um and I think uh Kincaid's a must start going forward as long as Knox is out um tight end i know people scrambled to try to find a tight end so the interesting thing here is to see if demar hamlin plays in this game and to see if the bills want to hold him out and not play him on the field that he literally died on and was brought back to life yeah let's just hope that nothing happens like that in this matchup i'm knocking on wood because that i i that was devastating and it was terrible and i know we all were on the edge of our seats watching what happened with hamlin um up into the wee hours of the night, just figuring out if he was going to make it or not. So I think this will be a very emotional game for the Bills. And to your point, the Bills may take this game because of that emotion of being in that stadium again. Okay. One final matchup. Uh, Chargers at the Jets. Jeff, do you think the Chargers can level out their, their win total with this one? Or do you think the Jets can pull it off? I think the Chargers level it off here, and this kind of springboards their uh, playoff ascension, kind of like Cincinnati's playoff ascension's happening. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but 
every like top quarterback right now is dealing with something. Mahomes just dealt with an illness. Allen's dealing with a throwing arm. Herbert's dealing with a broken finger on his non-throwing arm. Um, and Burrow is dealing with the calf. Like all the top quarterbacks, Hurts his leg. Like every every top quarterback is dealing with something. Fields is out. So this this injury bug of quarterbacks has hit every single quarterback here. Um, and what Herbert did last week with his broken finger like tells me that he's fully back and he's fully committed to um, onward and upward with this team. And uh, when he's like that, it's very scary because I don't know many teams that can beat him when he's, when he's on. So, and I expect him to be on with the lights on here. Jets defense might stifle them a little bit, which concerns me for starting Herbert. Um, But give me the chargers in this one. And I'm starting Herbert Eckler Hall Allen. Wilson, if desperate, Everett, if he's playing in Conklin. Um, Johnston, you can throw him in your lineup if you're desperate, but uh, if you're wicked desperate, but he's someone that should still sit on the bench for at least one more week until we watch his progression grow in this offense. What did I forget? Oh, man. I am just... I, I pretty much agree with, with all your fantasy choices. I'm just trying to figure out this match. <laughs> because... I don't think that Herbert has played well against good defenses. Um, I, he's played very well against mediocre defenses that were struggling. But against Dallas, he, he wasn't very good. Um, against Kansas City, he wasn't very good. Against the Raiders, who were a middling defense, he was kind of mediocre in that one too. Granted, he's had a, a finger injury in, in that time span. Jets still to me have a a top tier defense, so it's kind of balancing a good defense versus good offense versus a middling to poor offense versus a middling defense. I think that it's going to be a close game. I don't think that the Chargers are going to score as much as people think, especially if Keenan Allen, as I suspect, is playing through some injury woes. I don't think Johnston is going to be good against the 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 secondary for the Jets. I think that's kind of a tough challenge. Um, I think the Chargers have been kind of disappointing, and I think that this is a crucial crucial matchup for both of these teams as far as playoff odds. I I want to go against the grain here, and I want to pick the Jets against the Chargers. And I know that's going to surprise people, and I know that's probably against the odds dramatically for this matchup, but there's just something about the Jets, and they're playing at home. They're going to have their fans in it, and the Chargers just seem very disappointing this year, so I'm going Jets. All right, and just for the record, I did switch my pick to the Buffalo Bills from the Cincinnati Bengals, so that is officially official that I'm going to go with the Bills because I do feel like they're going to play with some extra vinegar this week on uh, on the uh, matchup that was with Damar Hamlin, but I wanted to correct that. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills in that last matchup beforehand, and I think that is it for matchups. can't believe you picked the Jets. I know. I can't believe it either. Okay, well, that does it for another episode of the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you all for listening and downloading this episode. Please, please like and subscribe. Please give us a comment and share the show. We need to spread. We say good things. Everyone steals our opinions. The NFL changes their script just to account for the things that we say. We're awesome. Please share the show. Thank you.
You can find us on all podcasting apps by searching N2E Fantasy and with our handle at N2E Fantasy on all social media platforms. Please give us a follow. Until next time, take care of yourselves and remember, it's truly never too early for fantasy football. Thank you again. Bye, everybody.